Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday, and we're putting out an Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Brian. And uh, we're coming to you on Monday. We're going to try to switch it up a little bit and uh, start doing these things on Mondays because, obviously, we talk about all the things that are happening, film, art, and culture, Billings, Montana, as it pertains to Art House Cinema and the Babcock Theater. And typically, we've been putting these out on Thursdays, but many times, uh, just looking at when people listen to this, they don't always get to listen to it, Brian, before you get to tell them about it. So we thought, let's push this earlier in the week so that we can talk about all the things that are coming up, among all the other things that we like to do on this podcast. And then you actually have opportunity to hopefully make it. So, Brian, let's start out with what's happening coming up, man. Oh, we've got a few Wait, things. Wait, stop. How are you? I'm... Very good. 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 I really uh, like that. Uh, yeah. A few things happening this weekend. We've got uh, the uh, greatest beer run ever starting here at Art House on Friday. So be sure to check that one out based on a true story about a real life person that wanted to bring his buddies some beers over in Vietnam. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. It's also directed by Peter Fairley of the Fairley Brothers, uh, who previously had done Green Book, and then, of course, Fairley Brother Things. There's something about Mary, Dumb and Dumber, those sort of things. Fairley Brother Things, yeah. yeah. So uh, so be sure to check that one out. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, also coming up, we will have Buried, the 1982 Alpine Meadows Avalanche uh, documentary about this 40-year-old event. This is the third uh, deadliest avalanche to occur in the United States. And um, it's talking not only about um, events leading up to it, but also some of the survivors and the ongoing trauma they've been uh, undergoing from that. So it uh, looks really interesting. And um, as they've been promoting it, about as close to a real-life avalanche as you want to be. So uh, be sure to check that one out as well. Uh, then, uh, so also speaking 40th anniversary, <laughs> we have The Dark Crystal this weekend at the Babcock. Uh, Jim Henson's All Puppets Everywhere uh, feature film that... Uh, is just great, absolutely wonderful. So, uh, fantasy film, bring the kids and all the adults that grew up with it. Life. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Even as a like, I, I watched it. I think when I was in middle school, and I was kind of like, ah, I'm not, I don't know how into this I am. <laughs> so, I'm not saying you shouldn't come, but there's a big there's a big following yeah. for it. We got multiple showings of yeah. it Friday and yeah. Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Um, yeah, I saw it when I was young, and yeah, you turned it, out great. I turned out great. So, <laughs> uh, Jake, are you a Dark Crystal fan? I am. I really okay. like Jim Henson stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. and like, I think you know, I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into it, but just paying attention that ninety nine percent of the stuff in this movie is like physical, like it's yeah. a puppet. They built mm-hmm. those sets. I've watched the behind the scenes on this one. Yeah, it's good. And it's so immersive. Like, there's so much stuff that you know they'll do, like a panning shot of just the environment and there's so many there's things moving like around guys that have like their they're like worms their fingers are like yeah. worms in really? the background that you don't even like so i yeah. should watch it again because i i mean obviously you, you were did. too scared or you i just closed like my eyes for half of it or like a quick youtube like yeah you know things yeah. scenes that you didn't know this is how they made it real yeah yeah cool. um then other things we got happening uh on wednesday the 12th so not this coming Wednesday, the next one. Uh, we will have Velvet Goldmine as my staff birthday pick. Uh, kind of uh, a tribute to the glam era of rock and roll. Um, it's fictional characters, but there's a lot of true history mixed within it. So uh, young Ewan McGregor and Christian Bale and Tony Collette in that. So uh, worth a revisit. So come check that one out. When's the last as time well. you watched that one? Uh, probably 
five years okay. plus or minus. I've never seen it. Jake, have you seen I it? I have not seen it, but I saw the hit Brian's trailer that he made. I saw Brian's trailer. And I was shocked to see some of those faces so young. Yeah. It really kind of like, I'm interested. As, as Brian is very good at, he's talking about a film that I'm like, I've never heard of this before. Why have I never no. heard of this before? But people show up for yeah. it because it's, it's actually a thing. I, yeah. Uh, Todd Haynes, who also did far from heaven and I'm not there and Carol and, you know, has kind of a long cool. career now, but yeah. I love it. Happy birthday coming up, Brian. Happy birthday coming up. Excellent to me. pick. So today uh, we are doing our rewind of the month. And so we're going to look back on the month of September, talk about what things that went really well that we were excited about and things that uh, we were just a little disappointed in. So gentlemen, I'm going to read off the list in descending order. So our top film of the month moving on down. So the biggest film we had all month was Return, the locally made documentary uh, that we were so honored to be able to screen at the Babcock. Then we had Don't Worry Darling, Far and Away, The Big Gun Down, Emily the Criminal, A Love Song, Moon Age Daydream, God's Country, Xanadu, Breaking, Pearl, Bonnie and Clyde, Fire of Love, The Good Boss, Bodies, 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 Les Miserables, and The Last Unicorn. And Pearl really only has the one the yeah. one day in there. And she's Bodies, Bodies, home. Bodies, and uh, Fire of Love kind of caught on the tail end there. So the basically list. everything I just said is wrong. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. No, so there's our list. So gentlemen, Jake, let's start with you. When you look at that list, what was the thing that jumped out at you as the biggest success, thing you liked the most, you're most excited about walking away from the month of September? Yeah, I, I, you know, um, the other part that's not on this sheet because we don't aren't in charge of the ticketing is we also had Mint this past month. Oh, that's right. So that took a weekend of our time and getting people through the door that way. And it's awesome to have those people in that scene or people that may not have been exposed to Art House and Babcock get into us that way by coming to Mint. Um, but I would say my biggest thing this month has was definitely far and away. Um, I helped to get that one started. And every person coming through the door had a story. They had, yeah. I'm an extra. My grandpa's doing this. He did Tom Cruise's horse. They stayed at my friend's house. They came to dinner and my mom was the waiter. Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding you. Every person that yeah. came to the counter wanted to tell me their story about when Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman were in town and like how they were related to this film. So I, I don't know that I've had anything like that before yeah. where even some of the other Billings made films not everyone had those run-in stories. So it's definitely from a different time, and those are memories that people hold on to, you know, yeah. that Tom and, and her are in town somewhere. you got to find them. <laughs> we, uh, so I ran into uh, Michelle uh, Williams, the executive director at Billings Depot, and she, so, you know, scenes are filmed there, and she's like, you guys need to play that again, and we want to be a part of it, and, like, how can we get the Billings Depot involved and all that stuff? So if you missed Far and Away, I just want to say, like, there's chance we'll probably bring it back at some point because I agree with you. It was so cool to, like, realize the numbers of stories that, that we had. I think the only reason I watched it as a kid was because it was filmed in Billings, so it was yeah. fun to, to see that. So, okay, so that's your pick, Far and Away. Brian, how about you? Uh, it was a pretty good month this month. There was a lot of things that I enjoyed um i really liked seeing the big turnout for last unicorn um because you know all those kids movies that we do it's always great to see a bunch of kids in here uh return had a really good turnout which uh for stan and pete the local filmmakers on that that's good but as far as things that personally touched me that i really loved uh i'd been looking forward to moonage daydream for months now and that was the one that 
I was really glad to finally be able to see, and I'm glad some people came out to check that one out as well, because it is really a unique documentary. It's not just your typical talking heads and, you know, this led to this, led to this, but, you know, kind of this immersive experience that still loosely guides you through the different eras of his career and uh i just thought it was spectacular nicole and i had to check on him because he was drooling a little bit <laughs> we were like previewing the film together and brian was glued man there was no distracting yeah. brian. well and the result of it if you've been going through his discography yeah. from beginning to end pretty much is what you're doing yep which i mean shows the impact i wrapped that up yesterday so. oh good job you <laughs> yeah. did you've been working hard way to go <laughs> so when i asked you what you do this weekend and you said nothing you were listening to bowie is what you were doing <laughs> I only had two left to listen to over the weekend, but well, way to power through. No. I appreciate it. Uh, no, so I have not been able to check out Moon Age Daydream, and I know you're disappointed in me, and I'm going to do my best, mm-hmm. I promise, to see it before it goes. Matt, every month Matt is feels disappointed because Brian's like, you haven't seen this? You haven't seen <laughs> I I do live in that state. So uh, I think for me, probably the one that I'm most excited about, it's been mentioned a couple times, would be Return. I, I just... It was so great to watch the city of Billings show up for that. And um, I can't remember who I was having a conversation with that um, was there and they were in the same boat of like, I'm really proud of our community, like that we we showed up. And not only, you know, and, and to know that we're showing up and it's not like pat on the back, like, oh, let's just make Stan and Pete feel really good. But people were genuinely excited about a good film and that we got to be proud in showing this yeah. good film to our community so uh that that for me was a moment of like this is kind of why one of the reasons why a space in an organization like art house exists is our ability to not only screen content from around the world but to be a platform for great filmmakers and artists that they now have a venue that wouldn't exist without uh the work that we're doing so that that would be why i would pick that as number one so going Um, back around with some people that were like more so than just you know, this is a locally made film, but they were kind of deeply touched by that, especially if they had any sort of experience with Vietnam. Like they were walking away like a little shaken that like I was not expecting to have these emotions right now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back around the horn. So Jake, when you look at the list, what is the one that probably would you say is the bigger disappointment? The one that didn't live up to the hype expectations thoughts that you had? Uh, For me, I'm going to say that it's God's country um, you know, it, we watched it together at Sundance. Um, it was filmed outside of Livingston. Our own Keller Paulson was an extra in the background. And this is the real reason we picked it at Sundance, but we all ended up, <laughs> it's a film that sticks with you. It's enjoyable. Um, I think for us, it was a, a timing thing. Um, you know, we premiered at the same weekend that Mint was open. So yeah. we stole from ourselves a little bit there, or Mint, you know, so which is awesome. People were being exposed to film, but I really wish this had gotten a better reception or had a had a better chance. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it, sense. it definitely, you know, Montana Story was also filmed in that same area. We did really well with Montana Story. Um, I think a lot of the people that were able to make it to God's Country kind of felt like this is a darker story this isn't quite sure. as enjoyable as weird as like enjoyable dealing with hospice care in montana story but you know it, it still was a different feeling that um you know didn't bring out as many people but also just as they were walking away they're like i don't know if i feel the same as i did ex- expecting when i went in so sure brian how about you 
Um, probably the one that disappointed me the most. Um, I I would have to say as as much as I think it's better than everyone has been saying, um, and it's been doing well. But uh, don't worry, darling. Is just it, it just was. It, it felt like it had all these ingredients that were perfect, but then the final result just came out flat. And so I. I want to like it so much more than I do, and yep. and so I, I I'm glad that people are coming out to check it out. There's been so much talk about yep. the film leading up to it um, that I think that kind of brought in more people than if all that controversy hadn't happened because people just wouldn't have heard of it. I think, but uh, but the film itself. Really interesting concepts, um, really great performance by Florence Pugh, um, some great visuals, but all together just kind of made this kind of bland soup. Uh, undercooked was the yeah. word that I kind of like describing this one, where it's like, man, you had all the pieces, but there's just something missing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, what's been interesting is, I mean, people that I've talked to that have seen the film, it's not like people hate it. I no, haven't I mean, heard anybody say, I don't it like it. Yeah, people. people want to talk about it. They want to kind of share their experience with it. I think the the trailer and the, like, the people behind it just put it on a level, for me, of, like, expecting. And Booksmart was pretty great. You yeah. know, Olivia Wilde did a great job on that one, so it kind of sets it up to be something like the next great step in her career yeah. and these actors, like you're just in for something that it doesn't feel like lived up to that hyper expectation, right. which is part of the disappointment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if this were her first film, you know, yeah, it'd be a little more forgiving differently, maybe, but, but, but they would be more forgiving. Yeah. yeah. The expectations yep. wouldn't be there for sure. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, this is hard for me. If I got to pick one that I would say I was disappointed in, um, yeah, I do. so <laughs> I'm having a Keller moment uh, where <laughs> I didn't see a lot this month because I've been uh, busy with the Phase Two stuff. But I think the one that uh, well, see, I kind of liked it. I liked all of them; they were great. <laughs> I, I have a hard time picking any of them. I probably would say the same thing about Don't Worry, Darling, but I haven't seen it, so I don't get to be no. a part of that conversation. Um, I did enjoy Emily the Criminal. I thought it was good. Thought it was well done. So that one I can't. Big Gun Down was amazing. Far and away, it's good. God's Country, I mean, I can I can be on the <laughs> same page with you, Jake. But at the end of the day, not bad. Uh, and the last Unicorn was just a blast. It was really fun. My four year old daughter's still begging me to see it. So <laughs> I, that's a win in my book. So I got nothing. I'm sorry. So you're disappointed in yourself. I'm for disappointed not in more. myself. Yes, I'm the loser of this month. So. <laughs> Okay. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for the updates. Brian, any big things when you think about uh, this next upcoming month that you are most excited about? Anything jump out at you? I mean, I think the thing that people are most excited all year for is Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, which is October 22nd this year. One night only, $10 tickets this year. So come out and enjoy that one. Um, I Our last... Uh, in 2019, we did one night of Rocky Horror Picture Show, and we had about 550 people. And I'm after two years of kind of wonky years, I think that we might be able to beat it this year. So, yeah. prove come me on, right? Out. It's gonna be a fun time. We have got some fun things happening this year, so it'll be good. So, but also my birthday, and and also your birthday is a big deal coming up. Jake, anything you want to share that you're excited about? Yeah, on uh, October 15th, we're going to do two shows, but Nosferatu turns 100. So 
Um, I think that if you're open and willing to seeing something amazing, um, come check it out because it, it really kind of sets the precedent for most of the things we enjoy today. I yeah. mean, it was, you know, the first for a lot of makeup and those special effects and like they were really pushing the boundaries and it turns a hundred and it's a spooky movie. And so spookies. I like it. Okay. Well, don't miss those things. Gentlemen, thanks for being here. It's good to see you. This is nice doing it on a Monday. It's, <laughs> it's great. So I uh, hope you're doing well. We hope to see you to film really soon. If you have any thoughts, ideas, uh, make sure to email us at podcast at arthousebillings.com. And you can find out all the tickets and information and all the things that are happening. we got busy, busy stuff coming up. If they go to arthousebillings.com. Good job. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.